everyone, I'm Tony Shackle, pastor of Farm Hill Church. Our mission is knowing Jesus and making Jesus known. We're so glad that you've tuned into this sermon podcast today. We believe that the message that you're about to hear is going to bless your soul. Be sure to check out the many other sermon and worship service podcasts we have available for you. You can also find additional resources and information about our church by visiting our website at farmhillchurch.faithlifesites.com or look us up on Facebook. Or better yet, make plans to join us during one of our upcoming live services. We meet for worship every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. and for Bible study every Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Now let's get right into today's message. See how smiling faces... Amen, and be back in the house of God uh, this morning. As Tapta said, uh, we're, we're kicking off a new year, uh, and uh, when the new year brings some new changes sometimes, and, uh, uh, and uh, so uh, uh, we're going to, in Bible study, um, the first, we kind of already made this a thing anyway, but the first uh, Wednesday night of the month is going to be breakfast night, and uh, uh, we're going to come together and celebrate and uh, eat some good breakfast food. Amen, and all of those things. And then um, the following uh, Bible studies for the month, uh, we're going to cut back a little bit on on the food, uh, and uh, we're going to have some, um, I guess what you call snacks or finger foods or coffee cake or whatever whatever the case may be, um, and uh, try to take some of that uh, burden off of those that have been fixing and doing. We certainly appreciate that, and if there is... Any, any time that uh, we want to pick that up or somebody wants to do something uh, and on a particular Wednesday night, uh, we're more than glad to do that. Uh, we're going to have some stuff for the kids that we can, we can cook and warm up. So don't worry, about, um, don't worry about grabbing something for them or trying to bring something for them. Uh, we're going to have some stuff here uh, for them uh, as long as whatever we have is, is good with you. Uh, but uh, we're going to do that and maybe kick off a little bit sooner uh, with Bible study, um, meeting at 6.30, maybe by 6.45 or uh, somewhere around there, or maybe 7 o'clock at the latest, go ahead and get into Bible study uh, and try to get out a little bit sooner, trying to be mindful of the children, trying to be mindful of those that are in school, trying to be mindful of those that get up and have to go to work. Uh, and uh, we're going uh, to kick that off beginning here uh, in January, but uh, again, as we said, new years bring new beginnings. They bring new opportunities. Uh, they bring uh, sometimes new challenges, <laughs> uh, but uh, new years always bring something new, and it's a time, as we said, to reflect back on what, uh, what took place in 2022 and uh, the blessings of God that uh, he gave us and things that we came through and uh, the way that he was just with us and carried us through maybe some difficult times, maybe some, uh, some times we would rather not remember um, in some cases, but uh, uh, certainly we can remember how faithful God was uh, to us in 2022. And so as we, as we progress into 2023, I, I feel like uh, God has really, uh, through prayer, been leading me in a in a direction and something that's really just kind of been burning in my heart and burning uh, in my soul and uh, uh, but I don't want to but we're going to get into that this morning but I don't want to us, us to forget 
what we really tried to focus on back in 2022, in the beginning of 2022, and uh, hopefully some of y'all will remember these statements, but uh, I don't want us to move past these. I want us to continue to do these things uh, as we move into 2023, but number one, we said we're going to be a church that uh, is about knowing Jesus and making Jesus known. Amen. And that's going to be our focus. That's going to continue to be our goal, uh, is knowing more about Jesus and making Jesus known to those that need to know him. Also, we're going to be a place where the presence of God is present. Amen. I want this to be a house of God where people walk in and they can feel the love and the power and the strength of God's presence among his people. Number three, uh, we said we're going to be a church that says, come as you are and leave better than you came. Amen. We're going to continue, amen, to teach that, preach that, and promote that this year. And then finally, we said we're going to be uh, at this stage of our, uh, of our existence. We're a small church with a big heart. Amen. We're going to reach out to those in need, reach out to those uh, that need salvation, those that may be in a financial need, those that, amen, just need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we're going to continue in those things uh, this year in 2023, but I'm I really feel like when I posted the other day uh, on GroupMe, for those of you that are on there, uh, what I really feel like God has been impressing upon my heart and impressing upon my mind uh, in the last several weeks, and as I've had time to be, just kind of get along with God and uh, study and pray and seek God for amen, what He is saying to me personally and then what He is then saying uh, to us as a body of Christ, uh, I can sum it up for you in two words, and those two words this morning are breakthrough and increase. Breakthrough and increase. Let me read you this. I mean, I, I took a bunch of definitions of breakthrough uh, that I found in different places, some in, um, in more of a uh, biblical or theological dictionary and some more just from, you know, dictionary.com or whatever the case may be. And I, I put all those together and I came up with this definition. Here's what, here's what a breakthrough means. It is any significant or sudden advancement, achievement, or increase that overcomes or removes a barrier to progress. I'm going to read that one more time. A breakthrough is any significant or sudden advancement, achievement, or increase that overcomes or removes a barrier to progress. Can I put it in just a little bit more layman's terms for you this morning? It's when the hard work starts paying off. Amen. It's when the time in prayer starts paying off. It's when the time in the word that you've spent uh, begins to pay off. It's when all the effort that has gone in, God uh, looks down and begins to see, now uh, I'm ready to move. Now I'm ready to do some things uh, in their lives and move, uh, amen, in a way perhaps that I haven't moved before. I'm ready, amen, this morning, uh, and I hope you are as well, amen, for a little bit of breakthrough, uh, amen, in my life, uh, and a little bit of breakthrough uh, in your life and a little bit of breakthrough uh, in Farm Hill Church this morning. Uh, and I believe God is on the move. Uh, and I believe God is saying that 2023 uh, is going to be a year of breakthrough in the house of God. And not only breakthrough, but it's going to be a year of increase. Amen. An increase of our knowledge of Jesus, as we've talked about, an increase of our knowledge of His Word, an increase in our influence. Amen. <laughs> an increase in our effectiveness. An increase in the harvest that God is bringing in. Come on, somebody. Help me out preach this morning. An increase in the outreach. Amen. 
and an increase in the anointing of the power of the Holy Spirit, amen, that is operating in our lives and operating, amen, in the church, amen, today. Somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning if you're ready for some breakthrough and some increase in your life, amen, this morning. If you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Samuel chapter number 5. 2 Samuel chapter number 5. I'm going to try to preach this message this morning if the Lord will allow me to do so, amen, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I'm a little bit excited about breakthrough, Amen, I'm excited about this topic, amen, because I've been feeling like, amen, from a personal perspective, amen, that I've been in, in need of some breakthrough in my life, amen. Amen, you understand breakthrough is, is, is removing those obstacles to progress. It's removing those uh, layers, those things, those hurdles, those obstacles that are in the way. I mean, something that's been holding us back from achieving what it is that God wants us to achieve. Because some of us know, amen, there's a message, uh, amen, there's a word, uh, amen, there's a plan uh, that God has given to us and put in our hearts and in our lives. Uh, and if we'll be honest with ourselves uh, and honest with God this morning, most of us, I believe, would have to say this morning, uh, amen, that we did not achieve everything that God has in store for us uh, back in 2022. But I told you this morning, amen, 2023 opens up the door, amen, for new opportunities and new beginnings, uh, amen. And this morning, I'm not turning over a new leaf, uh, amen. I'm starting fresh this morning, uh, amen, with the Spirit of God uh, and saying, I'm taking what you've already done in 2022 and I'm going to carry it forward to 2023 uh, and I'm looking forward to some breakthrough in my life. Amen. Second Samuel chapter number five, beginning at verse number 17. And we're going to read down through the end of the chapter. Hallelujah. Now, when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David and David heard of it and went down to the stronghold. The Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. So David went to Baal Perazim, and David defeated them there. And he said, The Lord has broken through my enemies before me, like a breakthrough of water. Therefore he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. And they left their images there, and David and his men carried them away. Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Therefore David inquired of the Lord and said, You shall, and he said, The Lord said, You shall not go up, circle around behind them, and come up front, uh, upon them in front of the mulberry trees. And it shall be when you hear the sound of marching. Now, I like the King James Version right here. And it shall be when you hear the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees. Then you shall advance quickly. For then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. And David did so as the Lord commanded him. And he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far 
as geezer. Amen. Bow your heads and pray with me this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, God, as I come to this moment, come to this place, God, today, God, I need your strength. I need your anointing. I need your power. God, I need the Holy Spirit, God, to lead, God, and direct to, God, my words, God, today. God, I pray, God, that you would help us, God, to understand this concept of breakthrough, God, that we would see through the Word of God, through the story of David and, and Israel and their fight against the Philistines, God. Lord, that you are the Lord of breakthroughs this morning, God, and you are the one that's able to bring, God, that breakthrough into, into reality, God, this morning. God, I ask, God, that you would anoint the hearers, God, this morning to hear, God, any hindrance and any distraction, God, that would try to move us away, God, from that seed of the word being planted in our hearts and lives, God, and accomplishing, God, what you've sent it out to do, God. We ask, God, that it be removed this morning, God, and that that uh, would go out, God, and that, God, blessing and increase would come through the hearing of your word this morning. And somebody shout, Amen. And amen. I got five things I want to talk about from this story this morning. Five things that I want to talk about, amen, from this scripture that we read this morning. Number one is this David encountered adversity. David encountered adversity. You see, David had been anointed king of Judah, Saul was still king of Israel, the rest of Israel, the rest of the tribes of Israel. But there came a time, the Bible says, where God brought the punishment upon Saul that he had promised because of Saul's disobedience. And Saul and his son Jonathan, David's best friend, died in battle. And after Saul, King Saul, dies in battle, his son Ishbosheth begins to rise up and tries to take the throne of his father. David, but that wasn't God's plan because God had already anointed David to be king over Israel. You remember the story. And David is in this place. I mean, he's king of Judah, but he's not king over all of Israel. And so Ishbosheth begins to rise up, and uh, Amen. In 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 the Amen. I guess divine providence of God, Ishbosheth is killed. Amen. And then the leader or the commander of Ishbosheth's army, who was also there with King Saul, Amen. He comes to David and he says, "Look, Amen. I'm going to give my obedience to you, Amen. Let's uh, anoint." you as king over all Israel. And so David finds himself in this place. They take him to Hebron. They anoint him as king over all Israel. And when the Philistines heard, see, they, they weren't worried about David when he was just the king over Judah. Now, they must have remembered who David was and what David had done. How this little shepherd boy, armed only with a sling, took five smooth stones, the Bible says, out of the brook, only needed one of them, and he defeated a giant by the name of Goliath. Certainly the Philistines knew who this young man was, but when he was just king over Judah, they weren't really worried about him. But when he became king over all Israel, they started to see, hey, wait a minute, maybe this is going to be a problem for us. And so the Bible says, uh, in the midst of David's advancement came adversity. Amen. And so the Philistines come against David and they come to fight against him. And the Bible says that David went down to the stronghold, to the place to get prepared for battle, for war. And the Bible says that the Philistines came and camped in the valley of Rephaim. Now let's don't go past that word Rephaim. That word Rephaim this morning literally means giants. 
So the Philistines came and camped against Israel and against David in the valley of giants. Because you see, God wasn't done yet destroying some enemies. God wasn't finished yet destroying some giants uh, in David's life. I mean, Goliath was just the beginning. If you remember, uh, he grabbed five smooth stones out of the brook. Uh, he only needed one of them for Goliath. Did you know Goliath had four more brothers? Uh, amen. That came up as well. Uh, and there were other giants in the land as well that had to be killed, that had to be destroyed. Uh, amen. That had to be driven out of the land uh, of promise that God was giving to his people. And David finds himself in the middle of this advancement. He finds himself in adversity. And I want to tell you this morning, advancement brings adversity. Amen today. Anytime you try to advance, anytime you try to increase, anytime you try to uh, improve in your relationship with God, the devil is going to show up. We know that. You know that. Uh, we've been talking about it, preaching about it, amen, praying about it, all kind of things about it in 2022. I'm not telling you anything, uh, amen, you don't know, amen, but I want to remind you this morning that any time that God starts to move in your life, the, God, the devil is going to try to mess it up. He's going to try to stop it, uh, amen, this morning. Amen, and the point is this, this morning, that we have to be willing, uh, amen, to advance uh, in the midst of adversity, Amen. We've got to be willing to say, God, uh, amen, here I am, Lord. Uh, amen. I know it's going to bring about some things. Uh, amen. In my life, I know trouble may come. Uh, it's already came. Uh, amen. But I know this morning if I'll hold on to you, uh, amen, that advancement uh, might bring adversity. Uh, amen. But I know this morning, God, you're with me. Amen. Number two, David inquired of the Lord. David inquired of the Lord. You see, the first thing David did in the midst of his adversity was call on Jesus, call on the name of the Lord. He called on God to help him. And notice also that David asked God for specifically what he needed to know. I think too many times we ask God for superficial things and things sometimes that maybe are not as specific as they need to be. Can I encourage you this morning, would you just ask God for exactly what you need? You see, you don't have to hem-haw or beat around the bush with God because He already knows. He already knows what you have need of. But notice in that story that David didn't go, well, God, you know, uh, you know whatever you want to do, Lord, begin to just, just, just move. No, he said, shall I go up? Shall I fight against the Philistines? In other words, God, I feel like down in my heart, it's time for me to move. I've got to do something. There's a, there's a battle that is in front of me. There, there, is, there is a place of adversity that I've got to come against. Uh, I can't just allow it, to, amen, to bring me down and bring me, uh, amen, to a place, amen, where it, uh, it steals away the advancement and the increase that you've already given me. So David said, I need to know, though, God. I feel this in my heart, but I need to know. Shall I go up? Shall I fight, amen, against uh, this enemy? And you understand, you know, as we read, God gave David the answer. But I want you to notice one more thing. Before David ever had the answer, he gave glory to God for the victory. 
Go back and look at that verse Go back that we read. He said, will you, O Lord, go before us? What did he say? Will you deliver them into my hand? In other words, David had already recognized and understood, just like he did when he fought the, the giant Goliath, it wasn't his battle. It wasn't his war. I mean, it was something that God, I mean, was going to have to do in his life. Amen. I but what this adversity did is it drove David to prayer. Amen. And I want to encourage you this morning. Adversity should lead us to prayer this morning. Amen. Prayer is your offense. Prayer is your defense. Amen. Prayer this morning is your weapon against the enemy. There's a song, and in the middle of that song, it says, the only way we'll ever stand is on our knees with lifted hands. Amen. There comes a time, amen, when the adversity that, uh, amen, God is allowing to come into our lives, uh, it might be trying to drive us, God might be trying to drive us down to our knees. And we've got to be willing, church, to devote ourselves to prayer and fasting. Amen. 2023 has got to be a year for us, a prayer and a fasting. Now, I'm not calling you to a specific fast, or I'm not calling you to a specific prayer time. Amen. If you feel led to do that, we'll start it. But what I'm asking you to do is take some personal time with the Lord. Push back the plate every once in a while. Make some changes in your lifestyle if that's what it takes, so that you can spend more time in prayer and more time devoted to Him and more time fasting, amen, and asking God for what you have need of. You understand, prayer is talking to God, it's communication with Him. I mean, it's, it's coming to the place where we know and understand who God is and what He can do for us and giving Him glory, honor, and praise and asking Him for what we have need of. But when you begin to fast, amen, God can look down and say, okay, Brother Chris is serious now. He's asking me for something specific in his life. And he's willing to push the plate back or he's willing to give up this or give up that or whatever the case may be to spend more time with me. That must mean that he is pretty serious about what is going on in his life and what he has need of. Amen. I'm here to tell you this morning, sometimes, uh, amen, the prayer, sometimes the breakthrough, uh, sometimes the increase is not going to come until we get down on our knees and pray and we fast before the Lord. It was Y'all have heard the story. Y'all know it. I've said it recently. The, young, the, the man that brought his young son to be healed had a demonic spirit in his life, and Jesus set him free, and his, his disciples had tried, but they could not set this young man free, and they said, Lord, Jesus, why could we not do this? And in that section of Scripture, the Bible says Jesus looked at them and said, This cometh not but by prayer and fasting. In other words, there is an increase of the Spirit. There is an increase of the power of God in our lives that begins to come when we are willing, amen, to come to a place of prayer and fasting, amen, before the Lord. Amen. Adversity should lead us to prayer. Number three, David named the place of victory Baal Perazim. Baal Perazim. Let's pause there for just a moment. Because most of us have heard that word Baal in the Bible. 
And we equate that word Baal in the Bible to something that is against God. The gods of the Canaanites, those that were pagan nations surrounding the nation of Israel as they began to come into the promised land. We heard about, amen, the Baals, and they were supposed to get rid of the Baal worship and all those kind of things. But here David refers to this place, which the Bible had already told us was called the Valley of Rephaim the valley of giants, the place where the enemy is. Now David says no longer will this place be called the valley of Rephaim, but this place is going to be called Baal Perazim. Now, what in the world does Baal Perazim mean? Let me break it down for you. Baal simply means Lord. Perazim means the root word for perizim actually means breaks. So what David is saying is, you are the Lord of breaks. <laughs> How many could use a break this morning? <laughs> Come on. But if we begin to study that word out, the word perizim in the Hebrew is not singular, it's plural. The I am on the end of perizim makes it plural. So what David is saying is, God, you're not just the Lord of breakthrough. You're just not the Lord of a break. God, you are the Lord of breakthroughs. God, you are the Lord of the breaks. The one that is able to bring victory and then if I need you again, Lord, you bring victory again. And then, God, when I need you one more time, God, you're still the Lord of breakthroughs. God, you don't stop. You keep going. God, there is no end, amen, to the breakthrough that is available in you. Amen. Baal Perazim. Amen. And he says, Lord, he gives us basically the definition of what he means by that. He says it's like a breakthrough of water. I don't know if you've ever seen in real life or seen the video of water when it begins to flood an area or a dam breaks and the water begins to flow through. It can start with something as small as the end of a pencil and it will eat its way through the wall of that dam it will destroy, amen, something, amen, that uh, place of a pond or a lake or whatever the case may be. Once that water starts spilling out, and once that water starts spilling over, you can try all you want to to try to catch it. You can try to put it back in, and you are just fighting a losing battle. Because that water is going to move, and it is going to go, amen, and it is going to take with it, uh, amen, whatever is in its way. I'm here to tell you this morning that our God is the Lord of the breakthroughs this morning. That when He begins to move, when His Spirit begins to flow, when things start to happen, and God says, now it's time to move, there ain't nothing that you and I, there ain't nothing that anybody else, there ain't nothing that the devil himself can do to stop the move of God.
He is the Lord of the breakthroughs this morning. It is like a breakthrough of water. Amen. I wish to God this morning that he would open up the windows of heaven and begin to pour out a blessing, God, upon us this morning that we cannot even contain. Can somebody say amen this morning? So advancement leads to adversity. Adversity leads us to prayer. And prayer leads us to breakthrough. Amen. David went to the Lord in prayer, and God responded by giving David the breakthrough that he needed. I want you to notice something. David didn't just ask God for what he needed. And he didn't just ask God for what to do. When David called out to God, And God gave him the answer. David was willing to step out and obey God in what he said to do. Because understand, God can do it, y'all. Y'all know God can just move mountains. He can just do things. He can just move things out of the way for us whenever he wants to. But most, can I say most of the time, God is going to go before us. God is the God of breakthroughs. But sometimes he's asking us to do something. You see, if David would have just stayed in the stronghold, had not obeyed God, let's back up. Had David not even inquired of the Lord and prayed and asked God for what to do, but then when he did ask God what to do, if God told him, go up, go fight against the enemy, if David went, I don't know, there's still giants in the land, and... And they look, they look terrifying. I mean, this, this, this army is coming to get, you know, how many people they got? You know, how many people we got? Have you seen some of these guys? They can't even hold a sword right. David could have not obeyed the Lord and not stepped out by faith in the thing that he was calling him to do. And had he done that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm pretty sure we'd be reading a different story in our Bibles today. And David would not have received the victory that he received when he was obedient to the Lord. I want to tell you this morning, prayer has got to lead us to breakthrough, but it is only when we are obedient to God that that breakthrough is going to come. We've got to keep our faith and trust in the Lord of breakthroughs this morning. He has got to be, amen, the one that we are looking to this morning, amen, the one that we are obeying this morning. And when God says move, church, we got to be ready to move. When God says, all right, now, we got to be ready to go. And we got to be willing to do whatever it is that God is calling us to do. You say, well, I don't feel like I'm ready. Yes, you are. 2022 prepared you for 2023. Yesterday prepared you for today. That last trial that you came from has prepared you for the next one that you're going to go through. Because he is not just the Lord of breakthrough. He is the Lord of breakthroughs. He's not just the God, uh, amen, that will bring you through once. He's the God that will bring you through time and time and time again this morning. Amen. Number four. You realize David faced the same enemy again? He defeated him the first time, but the enemy didn't give up. 
The Bible says that the Philistines came again and camped themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Now, what they forgot is that David had already said, this is not the valley of Rephaim any longer. Don't call yourself in a place of the valley of giants, you enemy. Let me understand. Let me let you know this is no longer the valley of giants. This is now Baal Perazim, the Lord of the breakthroughs. But the enemy came back again. But the Bible says, what did David do? He inquired of the Lord again. He went back to the Lord in prayer. And the Bible says God answered David again. But I want you to notice something in that story. God answered David a second time. The same enemy, the same place, though we're calling it by a different name. But God didn't answer the second time the way that he answered the first time. You see, the first time God told David, go up, go straight against the enemy. March straight to the enemy's camp and fight. And I'm going to go before you and I'm going to win the battle. This time, what does God say? God says, I don't want you to go up straightway before the enemy. I want you to fetch a compass. I want you to go around and come around behind the enemy. And I want you to come up from behind in a place where the mulberry trees are. Amen. And God said there, I'm going to bring a victory into your life. You understand, I love that scripture and I love that verse. And again, I love the King James Version. When you hear the sound of a going or the sound of marching of the tops of the mulberry trees, then you'll know it's time to move. But I want to let you know right here at this point, before I finish this and I get too far ahead of myself, Amen. That sometimes God is going to do things in a different way than he did before. And so what I want to encourage you with this morning is to get ready for different. Some of you I've already been talking about. So I know this I know God is the same God is talking to us. Because I've heard some of this from some of you. Get ready for different. If we think God is just going to move the same way that he moved last time, if we think sometimes the breakthrough has got to come the same exact way and the same exact format and the same exact thing, I mean, it's got to happen, amen, it, we're going to miss it. Because God doesn't always move the same way that he used to. Get ready for different. Because he's the Lord of the breakthroughs. And yes, he brought us through, amen, the past. And he brought us through the things and the struggles that we've been through before. And he moved in a certain way, amen. But we don't need to sit here and think uh, that we're waiting on some move of God, uh, amen, that's got to happen the same way that it happened last time or 20 years ago or 30 years ago. We need to get ready for different because if God says, uh-uh, I'm going to do this in a new way, Y'all ain't helping me preach this morning. I wish I'd have got the scripture reference for you this morning, but back in the back in the Old Testament, I think it's in the in the prophet Isaiah's writings. Uh, he's Lord says, "Behold, I do a new thing." Sometimes we get nervous about new things. I, sometimes I don't like new stuff. 
I like it the way it was. Keep it that way. I like to wake up tomorrow and know I'm going to do the same way over and over and over again. That's just me. Maybe you're not that way. But God is saying in the day and hour that we are living in today, church, get ready for different. Come on. Now, let me tell you what different is not. Different is not we're going to come up here and paint the ceiling black and rip out the pews and take the altar out and fog machines and lights and hire a rock band to come in here and play us some music. It's not going to be that kind of different. This is still the house of God. This is still church. If we wanted to build a social club or a bar or anything else, uh, amen, we would need to go somewhere else to do that. And you need somebody else to help you do it. That's not the kind of different I'm talking about. Different is not going into the Word of God and beginning to change some of the things that God has said. Different is not going... Amen to those scriptures that cause us some consternation, some problems and some issues and say, we just won't preach on those. Let's rip those pages out of our Bibles because if somebody comes in and hears us preach about that, they may not like it. That's not the kind of different I'm talking about. When God said, I'm going to do a new thing, he didn't change the word. He might have had a new method but it was the same word. Amen? And in 2023, we are going to be based upon the same word of God that we've been teaching, preaching, talking about, and knowing, amen, for all of our lives, uh, and we'll continue to do till Jesus comes back. What I'm saying is this. Different might mean you have to step out of your comfort zone into an area that you don't feel comfortable in. Does that make any sense? Different might mean there might be some people who walk in this church who don't look like, talk like, smell like, think like, act like a Christian. You realize that's the point? <laughs> this should be a place where sinners feel comfortable being around the people of God. But there be enough of the presence of God present in the house of God that they come as they are, but they leave better than they came. Amen? Different might mean that we have to step out into some things, amen, that God is now calling us to do. Maybe it's a different calling than he had before. Maybe he's asking us to do it in a slightly different way than we did before. Maybe he's trying to get us to change a little bit of our methodology but not change our theology. Come on. And I believe the Bible bears out, amen, God is saying, 
And I believe from what I have, have studied and what I have prayed about and what I believe God is speaking to us as a body of Christ today. Get ready for different. Because I believe 2023 is going to be a year of breakthrough and it's going to be a year of increase. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you this morning, I love each and every one of you with all of my heart. But as I told you, as David said, it's like a breakthrough of water. And when it starts moving, you're not going to be able to stop it. you got two choices. Get in or get swept away. And you can try to outrun it. You can try to move away from it. Amen. But one thing you will not do is stop it. 2023 may look a little bit different than it did in 2022. But I believe that God is going to be the Lord of the breakthroughs in 2023. And I believe 2023 is going to be a year of increase and advancement. Some of you have been praying diligently for souls, for people to come in and start filling in the empty places in this pew. I'm here to tell you this morning, 2023 is going to be a year of breakthrough, uh, and it is going to be a year of increase, uh, and it is going to be a year of advancement. Come on. And I believe, come on, I got to keep, let me keep preaching. Number five, David obeyed the Lord again. At the end of this story, we've already said it, but God told David, when you hear the sound of a marching or a going in the tops of the mulberry trees, advance quickly. Breakthrough. Because the Lord will go out before you and will take care of the enemy. I paraphrase that in my own words. Advance quickly. Breakthrough. Amen. Can I tell you what I believe the sound of a going in the tops of the mulberry trees was all about? Because I tried to preach this 10 minutes ago and I knew I was going to get ahead of myself, so I had to wait till right now. Now, I like the King James Version, it says a going. But the New King James Version makes it a little clear, marching. <laughs> you see, God, God had already promised David, I'm the Lord of the breakthroughs. I've already broke through once, and I'm fixing to break through again. You've already broken through once. David, you're about to break through again. But I ask you to do something a little bit different, David, this time. I ask you to step out of your comfort zone. I ask you to do something uh, that may not make a lot of sense right now in this moment. But just understand, I got a reason for doing what I'm asking you to do. And the Bible says, God, the Lord of the breakthroughs, the one that said, I will go before you and will take care of the enemy. Though they could not see it with their eyes. Though they could not feel it in their emotions, they heard a sound of a going or a marching in the top of the mulberry trees. And God says, when you hear that, now's time to move. Can I tell you what I believe the sound of marching was in the top of the mulberry trees? Now there's all kind of opinions and all kind of thoughts and all kind of people have different ideas and opinions about what it was. Let me tell you what I think it is. God's got an army, an angelic host of heaven 
that when he is ready, he will send to our defense that he will use to fight for us. And you want to know who the commander of the Lord's army was in the Old Testament, who Joshua saw, amen, with standing there as an angel standing, amen, before heaven, amen, with a sword drawn in his hand. I'm here to tell you this morning, I believe that that was none other, amen, than Jesus Christ, uh, amen, before he came into this earth uh, through the Virgin Mary, uh, amen, and I'm here to tell you, it could have just been, uh, amen, the Lord of breakthroughs, uh, amen, that led an angelic host, uh, an army, uh, amen, atop the mulberry trees. He's the Lord of the breakthroughs. I told you to get ready for different. Let me tell you this. It's time also to get ready for the increase this morning. See, David didn't just need one breakthrough. He needed more than one. He needed breakthroughs. And I, I thank God this morning that he is the Lord of the breakthroughs. I told you to focus in on that fact that they didn't see nothing, they didn't feel nothing. They heard something. You remember a prophet by the name of Elijah? The Bible says he prayed, and for three and a half years, God shut up the heavens and it did not rain. And Elijah went up on, amen, top, uh, on top of the mountain, Mount Carmel, and he destroyed the prophets of Baal, Jezebel's prophets that were there in that place. And after that, God says, all right, now it's time to move. And Elijah the prophet went up on top of the mountain, and he started praying for the increase. He started praying for the rain. He started praying for the abundance to come back again. And the Bible says he prayed there multiple times. He didn't give up. He kept praying and praying and praying and praying. He kept sending out the servants saying, what, what do you see? Finally, the servant said, well, I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand. You know what Elijah said? I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. He didn't say, I saw the lightning. He didn't say, I saw the cloud. He didn't say, I saw the grayness uh, or the blueness or the darkness that's coming with the rain. He said, I hear a sound of the abundance of rain. You remember a prophet by the name of Ezekiel. God showed him a valley of dry bones. <laughs> once a mighty army, once on fire, once had life, but now they're dead. But God said, I want you to prophesy to the bones. And the bones began to come together. Uh, I'm trying to hold it together. And knee bone connected to the thigh. They all came together. And God put sinews and flesh and muscles and all kind of stuff. But there they stood dead. No life. God said, I want you to prophesy to the wind, to the spirit, to life. And life came back into those bones. 
But you want to know what gave Ezekiel the encouragement to know that God was about to move? It wasn't necessarily what he saw, it's what he heard. As the Bible says, when he began to prophesy to those bones, the Bible says the bones begin to shake, they begin to rattle. And he heard the sound of dead bones rattling. I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. <laughs> I hear the sound of dead bones rattling this morning. The Bible says, Jesus said over in the book of Revelation, He is speaking to the church of Jesus Christ, and He is speaking to us through those churches. And to each one of those seven churches that He spoke to, Jesus said, He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. He who has an ear to hear. Now, we all got ears this morning in the natural. That ain't what he's talking about. David and his men heard the literal sound of the tops of the mulberry trees moving when the angelic host was coming through. Now, on the day of, oh, I got to keep going. On the day of Pentecost, when that day had fully come, they were in all in one place and in one accord. They were not in the same Honda. They were in unity. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, like as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them cloven tongues like as of fire. And they sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. What was the first indication that something was about to happen? There was a sound of a rushing mighty wind. This morning, church, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And I hear the sound of dead bones rattling. And I hear the sound this morning of a rushing mighty wind that is wanting to move in our hearts and in our lives and in our church and in this community. And I want to be in 2023, amen, a church like the early church in the book of Acts. Amen, what the Bible says, those, amen, that saw them said, here are these that have turned the world upside down uh, I would to God this morning Farm Hill Church in 2023 uh, amen would be a year amen for us a breakthrough and increase so that we can turn this world upside down for Jesus Christ hallelujah stand to your feet this morning hallelujah let me give you some things this morning this is the season of breakthroughs 2023 is going to be a year of breakthroughs and increase Walls are coming down. Ceilings are being lifted off. Giants are going to fall. Hindrances to progress are going to be moved out of the way. Can somebody say amen this morning? Here's what I feel like the Lord has been speaking to me and what I feel like he's speaking to our church right now in 2023, this first day of 2023. I believe he's saying this morning, would you pray? Would you seek my face? Would you turn from any wicked way 
Would you seek me with everything that you have? Would you inquire of me as David inquired of me? Would you ask me for specifically what you want to do, what you want me to do, and what you want to happen in your life and in this church? Would you listen then to my voice? And when you hear my voice, would you advance quickly? Would you get ready for something different? Uh, Amen. Would you get ready for the breakthrough that is coming? Amen. Would you get ready for the move of God that I'm wanting to do in your midst and in your lives, God, today? This morning, church, I just want to encourage you. Keep your faith and trust this morning in the Lord of the breakthroughs. And we're going to preach on all kind of different stuff. Now, I'm just going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you how it probably is going to go. <laughs> because I, I went through here going back several months, and I started filling some things out on the calendar. And I felt like, God, you know, I want to preach on this. And God, we need to touch on this topic. And God, we need to make sure that this is coming out. And God, we need to put all this together, and we'll, we'll put it around the holidays, and we'll put it around everything, and we'll make it all fit together. But on the first day of Jan- January 2023, God's already messed up my calendar. Because this wasn't what I was supposed to preach this morning. So I don't know where we're going, but I know the Lord's going to lead us there. And I just keep, I can't get it out of my head this morning. And I can't get it out of my heart. I wish I'd have preached it better this morning. 2023 is going to be a year of breakthroughs and increase in the house of God. Amen. Today. Amen. And what I want to do in the next couple minutes, uh, amen, is I want to pray and I want to seek God. Amen. I want to pray over myself. I want to pray over this congregation. Uh, and I'm just going to invite you, if you want to remain standing where you're at, uh, amen, or if you want to come to the altar, uh, amen, if you want to. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. We pray it has been a blessing and encouragement to you. Don't forget you can find out more about our church by visiting our website at farmhillchurch.faithlifesites.com or you can look us up on Facebook. May God bless you and we look forward to seeing you at Farm Hill Church very soon.